0: Hello, Concordia Eagles family. This is Pastor Anderson bringing you greetings. The peace of Christ be with you. You know, so much has changed over the course of the last week. As the campus empties out and now we transition chapel to a fully online format, I thought it might be helpful to post last Friday's chapel messages we were in those early days of reflecting on the shifting realities. Even now, as we disperse in a variety of directions... We find connection with one another, for we have been united in Christ. My prayer is that wherever you are, this and the chapel podcast to follow will be a blessing to you, as together we find refuge in God, our very present help in trouble. God's peace be with you. I remember an old marketing tagline that said, What a difference a day makes, well a lot has changed over the last 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. Living on campus, there's a lot to chat through with my own family as I shared the various ways things are going to be affected. And with that, I also shared the announced decision that the hungry mission trip my family was planning on leading with Concordia students would also be canceled. This was a tough one for our son Jonah to process. See, to a 10-year-old little boy who had been waiting two years to go back to share Jesus with Hungarian students, Another year feels like an eternity. And he devastatingly burst out, coronavirus ruins everything. Maybe those words give honest response to many of our own emotions. You know, I don't even know what it was I was doing at the time, but my four-year-old Hope asked, Dad, why are you doing that? I respond, I just need to. Oh, did coronavirus tell you you needed to? It can feel like it is an entity to itself, a thing, a person, wielding immense power. And in some ways, it's a hard-to-pinpoint power. See, we are so connected to the world that we are experiencing the depths of its impacts as we take in numbers and statistics and the reality of every case, every death. And yet we're also filled with a confusion of emotions. A cloud of fear, anxiety, negative anticipation, because we ourselves may not have come into contact with this virus. We may not have experienced the loss of someone close to us from COVID 19, and yet it sits there, looming over us. This morning is an opportunity for perspective in challenging circumstances. The Apostle Paul probably couldn't have pictured our current circumstances, but his words apply today, giving us a new perspective. In Ephesians 4, he encourages the church to walk in our new callings in Christ, to walk with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. In Colossians 3, he charges us, as those with new life in Christ, put that new life on. Compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another, putting on love. Because so often in our own sinful, broken natures, what happens in the midst of our own responses of stress and anxiety is that we become consumed with how all these things are affecting our lives. And in that stress and anxiety, our response can be not only a lack of compassion for others, but to lash out in our own hurt or fear. We need perspective. In addition to four-year-olds attuned to our responses and emotions, even if they do not understand the nature of its source, ten-year-olds devastated by everything being ruined, even if it seems minor in the face of the kind of loss and hardship others are facing, here are the things I have already heard in the midst of our community. We have students who although they are in a healthy demographic that should have little to fear, they are worried about parents and grandparents and are suddenly confronted with realities they feel very helpless to respond to. We have seniors suddenly coming to grips with their college experience, a special time in their life, coming to a conclusion that looks drastically different than how they imagined it. We have faculty who love their students, whose passion is to form and shape them, by being invested in their personal transformation, now struggling with how to do that in a different way, how to teach not just a subject matter, but to tangibly transform these students' lives when suddenly lives get uprooted out of the in-person interaction they have come to love and expect. While a plan is now in place for the academic aspects of the university life, we have student-athletes walking through uncertainty as seasons suddenly get canceled and a significant part of their personal identity is changed wondering about their future and the opportunity to once again play the game that they love we have staff who care for and support the students and others in this community trying to figure out what this all means what is their role now how do they do what they are called here to do we have administrators working in a very volatile shifting situation under pressure to make all the right decisions with what feels like never enough information Concordia is the body of Christ gathered in this community. We are invited to put on the new identities and realities of who we are in Christ, his redeemed people, loved to be loved to one another. So let us deal patiently with one another and bear with one another in his love. There's also a second need for perspective. See, let us not only take in the news feeds and the Facebook posts, the media alerts, the tweets and the text messages that seem to be constant and endless. But let us take in the word of God that we would be deeply rooted in that which breathes and gives life. Earlier this week in chapel, we heard about the storms of life. The disciples with Jesus in the boat, and yet still the disciples are filled with fear, showing difficulty in trusting Jesus with the waves crashing about them and their lives rocking in the midst of that storm. But we were reminded that Jesus is the Lord of all creation, with power and authority over all things. And we were brought to the words of a hymn that concluded, with Christ at the vessel, we can smile at the storm. Jason Neben had the closing prayer for faculty and staff meeting where he reminded us of John chapter 16. John chapter 16 is just hours prior to Jesus' crucifixion where he announces his departure from the disciples. If ever a time of fear or anxiety or the unknown was in place, this was it. And Jesus says, I have said these things that in me, in me, not in the world, not in yourselves, not in circumstances or situations or others, but in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Sitting at a lunch table with Professor Brighton, he shared a favorite verse of his from Psalm 23. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And he emphasized the intention of that follow me, really pursue me, stalk me, chase me down. It's a reminder of C.S. Lewis's description of God as the hound of heaven who tirelessly pursues us with amazing grace and unending love. I was talking with Glory from Athletics when we noticed the most vibrantly colored bluebirds flying around. And it was amazing to see. But even more importantly, I was reminded of Jesus' words from the Sermon on the Mount. Look at the birds of the air. God takes care of them. Are you not of more value than they? Do not be anxious. Do not be anxious. Not a stern command or warning, but an invitation to cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. To all your fears, anxieties, frustrations, anger, disappointments, annoyances, God says, bring it. Bring it. Come to me and let me minister to you, walk with you. Sure, redirect, curb, or correct you as needed, but also let me strengthen you, encourage you, comfort you, and love you. Professor Schlichtemeyer shared his renewed appreciation for our need and total reliance on God. We often fool ourselves into a false comfort of control over our own lives. But now we're invited to find rest in realizing our lives are in the hands of a gracious God who has held back nothing, even giving His very Son over to death, that we might have life in Him. A few days ago, it was business as usual. Two days ago, seasons postponed, travel bans imposed. Yesterday, no toilet paper, or sanitizer at Costco. Tomorrow, it's hard to say. In the coming days, weeks, months, we can't completely know what will come, what we will experience, how we will look back on the decisions that have been made. Every day, things are changing, which is why Jesus' invitation to find life and refuge in Him are all the more important. He reminds us that the world is constantly chaos and change, chaos and change. But I am the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the God who formed you and gave you life, the God who has redeemed you, giving you new life, is the God who sustains you in this life and unto life everlasting and he is faithful to all his promises. In the name of Jesus, amen.